0: everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's uh, Weekly Weather for the week of March uh, 28th to April 3rd, 2022. Uh, We're trying new things. You can tell I have a ring light now. We're advancing. And thanks to my friend, Ed, who said, hey, first impressions, very important. Set it up so that when you look in, you're not necessarily seeing my kitchen, which is right over there, but maybe the blinds, which are here. So we're advancing, we're trying new things, we're being very, a little bit every week, a little of this, a little of that, forward we go. So when we're looking at the energy of the week ahead, we're going to be looking at how we go forward in terms of uh, new stuff and new directions and new vitality. So first up, we're going to encourage you all to really kind of think about this week as a new beginning week. We have a lot of energy around how to start stuff, beginning new energy. We're going to have a lovely new moon, which is all about bringing that Aries ingress. The moon's going to come along and add emotions to it. So we're going to find ourselves becoming very passionate, very intense, very forward motion. So that's all good. And I will, um, you know, continue to keep trying and sharing my screen and see how that works. See if see if this actually it works and it happens so we're going to click on sharing my screen again and now we're going to go look at the presentation Ooh, all good so um again we're still in learning mode so if this is a fail i'm just honoring failing is okay uh so here is our mercury entering aries that happens today so mercury enters aries a little bit earlier today at 3:45 a.m and this is the chart cast for washington And you can see all the planets are back on the left-hand side of the chart, back on the same side of the node. So what that does is it invites us, it encourages us to kind of curl up, look at how they're all bundled together there, curled up to focus our intensity, focus our passion. We see Mercury down here on a world point, so we expect some unusual news, some interesting information to come out. Mercury in Aries is fast, quick, snappy comments, snappy ideas, snappy communication. Uh, We also know that we're working with the Sun having recently entered Aries, we're really working with kind of a passionate energy in the sky. Mercury this week is going really quickly. He's going to go 15 degrees. So basically he's going to aspect every single planet in the sky in some form or another. And we'll go through those in a few minutes. But remember when Mercury's in Aries, he's like quick, quick, fast, fast. I got this, I got that, I gotta do this, I gotta go there. So we're gonna really feel that passionate intensity of Mercury as he kind of inspires us to um, to try new things, to think new thoughts, might be a little sharp-tongued, might be a little frisky in how he communicates because Mercury in Aries is the sign of the scalpel. Uh, cutting words, sharp words, matches, illuminating, fire, starting new things, so new ideas, new visions. I got a ring light, we'll see how it works. Um, Evolution, right? So Mercury is encouraging us. And a little bit later in the week, we're gonna have a new moon in Aries. So we're gonna talk about that too. But you can see the planets all curled together there. Now, when they're all in a clump like this, it's called a bundle chart. Gives an intensity, a focus, a drive, a passion. So people are going to be very passionate this week, very intense. And if you know that, it just makes it a little easier because you're like, oh, they're they're intense, oh, they're intense, oh, they're... You're going to look and see the intensity from other people around you. And as Mercury goes from 0 Aries to 15 Aries, I mean, that's fast, just a week he's going 15 degrees, that's 2 degrees a day, almost his top speed. We're going to watch him stimulate everybody remember when a planet goes through a degree if you have that degree in your chart it activates it so any planet you have at zero when mercury entered aries today he set them all off and then any planet you have at two tomorrow he's going to wake them up actually later today he's going to wake them up then three he's going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be oh mercury fast communication fast words now um i'm going to sneeze i can feel it coming in no maybe yeah i'm going to sneeze hang on i've never sneezed on air before but there we go I guess it's true so Mercury as he goes through he's going to activate all these points gonna go oop, oop, wake up oop, oop, wake up oop, and deliver messages not in dreamy drifty Pisces anymore he's in precise communicating I have to tell you this you need to know this uh, of course Mercury's in Aries is war so the rhetoric of the war is getting a little more heated more intense more passionate with the war in Ukraine and we're really working with this energy to kind of understand it on a new level. So that's the initiating energy of Mercury. Um, Then we have the Venus-Saturn meeting up. Now, what happens when planets come to meet Saturn or any planet, we have what's called a conjunction. Conjunctions end an old cycle and begin a new cycle. So Venus, of course, takes a year to go around the chart, around the sky, around the sun, So she met Saturn last year in Aquarius, which was good. They had a little conversation. They did some work for the year. And now as she's coming in, you can see over here, she's at 21. So any planets you have at 21 are getting very activated by the Venus-Saturn conjunction at 21. And you can see the Juno, the marriage, the partnership planet, venus planet saturn planet so we're going to hear a lot about relationships with this conjunction and venus and saturn impose limits on relationships or conditions on relationships they say well i know you thought that was what was going to happen but we're going to limit it a little we're going to take it down a little we're going to subtract it a little we're not going to give you quite what you want venus saturn i know you want this but saturn says no And remember, Saturn's the bigger guy. So when he says no to Venus, she goes, Saturn, you old curmudgeon, you. And Saturn goes, yes, I am a curmudgeon, and I'm happy being one. Thank you very much. Now, she meets up with Saturn, but when she meets up, she ends the story that she was working on all last year. And when she goes past him, she starts a new story. So we're looking at where she is, and we see she's in the West, and this is a chart cast for Washington Adjust it for your own but she's starting a new story over there in the Aquarian Energy in that first house and she's saying we're beginning something we're offering something we're starting a new journey and she rules the direction we're heading in and Uranus, which is the planet of change, is about to go into new section of the sky that he's not been in before. So we know that there's the changes that Uranus and Saturn worked on all last year. Saturn's in new territory. Uranus is about to go in new territory. And as he does so, Venus is going to go, oh, finally, because she's going to be on the other side of Saturn after Monday. And then she's in a whole new area. She's ready to roll. So there's a nice energy for Venus starting a new chapter. Now next week, Mars, when he on Monday, next Monday, he's going to come and join Saturn, right? And that also releases, lets go of the roadblocks. Now Mars takes 22 months, 24 months, to go around the circle. So the last time he was there was when we, was March of 2020, When we began COVID, so we are hearing we're taking off the mask. We don't have to be vaccinated in New York. We're going to let the sports people play in the stadiums again. You don't have to wear, show your vaccination cards. There's all this releasing of the restrictions that we put in place two years ago, when Mars and Saturn met up, and now Mars is in Aquarius freedom, and he's going to go by Saturn. He's going to go. We have some freedom, and Saturn's going to go. Yeah, let's start a new two-year story. But this week. As we lead up to the conjunction next Monday, we're going to feel blocked. We're going to feel like, oh my God, there's all this stuff to do. I don't have any time because remember Saturn's time, Mars is go. Or I'm trying to get this done, trying to get this done, and I keep running into a roadblock. The roadblock lifts next Monday, but you're going to feel a lot of pressure this week as Mars pulls into that and kind of sets that up. So we're going to watch for that energy. And that, of course, that Venus-Saturn takes place on Monday uh, this week, Mars-Saturn takes place Monday next week. But the, the Mars and Venus are hanging out with Saturn, so they're really trying to um, give him permission. You know, Venus is like, hey, Saturn. And Mars is like, hey, Saturn. And, you know, Mars and Saturn don't get along. Venus and Saturn, he's indulgent of her. Uh, but he also is like, you know, Venus, I'm not, you know, no. So watch for no's this week. It's just a week of no's. They're talking to Saturn. He goes, no. I know you want it, but no. Now, the other thing is Venus and Saturn, you can see they're here at 21. They're squaring the nodes of fate. That's a situation we call in the bends. And in the bends means, similar to when you do scuba diving and you come up too fast, it can be a little painful. But it also is we have to make choices when the planets are in the bends. And so there are Venus, which is our what we love, what we desire, where we want to go, the changes we want to make the node of fate, the people we want to partner with, the people we want to work with. Venus is like, so who's that? And then she says to Saturn, I want to make a commitment to this. And Saturn's like, okay, we can make a commitment. Or I want to end the commitment. I don't want to do it anymore. Big breakup week. Big breakup week. Uh, and even sometimes breakups that are quick. Somebody wrote me to write about um, Taylor Hawkins, the Foo Fighter drummer who passed. And I had said last week, you know, the Mars Uranus could very well be an unexpected loss. And of course, I think of rock and roll as being very Uranus and Taurus. Interestingly, Dave Grohl started Foo Fighters after Kurt Cobain died uh, with Nirvana in 1994. So we're hearing Saturn, because that's where Saturn is 29 years ago, right? So we're looking at a Saturn cycle for him having started this group. And now with the, the, the loss with the death of Taylor, we're shifting. And, of course, that Mars-Uranus, unexpected Uranus, death, leave, departure. Now, the Mars-Uranus doesn't mean people always die, but we do recognize that there's this energy of, oh, okay, like, what's that about? And I had said last week, you know, it's kind of aneurysm, sudden unexpected death, changes, so that energy is very strong. Then the next aspect that we have is this lovely new moon that takes place on Friday. Now, longtime listeners of this podcast know that I uh, do a new moon webinar, which will be Wednesday night this week. It's not up on the website yet. It will be be set up uh, probably tomorrow. Um, So we're going to do a new moon webinar. But this new moon we're going to talk a little bit about. The new moon energy is next Friday. And you can see the sun and Venus are at 11 Aries. Right? They're down there in the third house of communication, right next to Mercury. Now remember, the Sun went into Aries. He said, spring! He crossed the, crossed the equator. Mercury went into Aries. He goes, spring! And now the Moon comes to the Sun and Mercury, and it goes, spring! So there's all this fire, this match energy. Aries is matches. There's all this match energy that wants to take off and go and do stuff. So we can feel the passion kind of building this week. And at that point, you can see Venus is gonna be past Saturn, kind of in a whole new category. But you're gonna watch for wherever 11 Aries is in your chart, because you're gonna be initiating a new two and a half year cycle there, as well as a new 30 day cycle. So the two and a half year one is tied to the human gestation cycle. So the new moon that we have now, there will be an opening moon, an opening square January of next year, with the Sun in Capricorn, Moon in Aries. And then when we get to the Full Moon, Libra, in uh, the um, 1st of October of 2023, we'll have the Full Moon, and then we'll have the closing square in Cancer, Sun in Cancer 2024, uh, July uh, 1st of 2024. So we have this New Moon start, opening square, take action. That'll be next next January. Full moon, while we really see it, closing square. We're integrating and finishing. So this energy is initiating. Look at where 11 Aries is in your chart, because we're starting a new story there in our journey of how we go forward. So um, and it looks like I did that. Wrong. <laughs> that kind of day. Um, so I have no idea how long I am in this process. Okay, so our little sheet of dates. Uh, Mercury, as I mentioned, is going quickly. He's going from 0 Aries to 15 Aries. This week he is talking to everybody. So he's having a conversation with the whole gang. Most important, on the 31st, you want to watch who he is talking to. Um, Who you meet, because he meets up with the nodes of fate. He also meets up with the sun. Mercury and the sun are combust. uh, And that takes place on the 2nd of April. So you saw Mercury coming in into the new moon energy on the first, but he meets up with the Sun. Mercury combusts the Sun. Everybody thinks they're right. Don't even bother arguing them. They're right. You're wrong. Just go your own way. And you you think you're right. You don't want to you don't want to listen to them anyway. So that's the energy. But very fast Mercury this week. Sun this week runs from six Aries to fifteen. So Mercury and the Sun are kind of dancing together. A lot of news, a lot of new ideas, a lot of new energy being sent out into the world, communicated, talked about. So pay attention to what you're hearing. Mars this week runs from 15 Aquarius, where he is at the beginning of the week, to 21 Aquarius. So every planet in your chart between 15 and 21 is going to be woken up with Mars. Mars is in Aquarius. He's in a very detached mood. He's not in the mood to fight. He's in the mood to discuss. He's in the mood to present opposite opinions. He's gonna say, well, I know you think this, but have you ever considered that? It can be a little abrupt, a little abrasive when he's in queries because he thinks you're kind of stupid, but you're not, but he thinks you are. So if someone goes, "No, you're kind of stupid in the way that they're talking to you with remember that sharp Mercury, sun in aries you kind of go yeah you're stupid too you know like i just don't just remember it's a week when people want to argue people want to fight those aries planets are feeling really frisky and if you're not fighting you want to get naked and maybe not boots you know have a little fun a lot of energy a lot of passion with mars running from 15 aquarius forward then we also have venus um going uh and remember as the sun goes forward in aries he is going to be sextiling. He's going to be moving into a sextile to the Mars. So they're they're going to be kind of working together in like a little dance. Fire and air, fire and air. Let's dance. Let's figure this out. So there's a conversation going on there. Venus this week is running from 21 Aquarius through 28 Aquarius. And she of course has her meeting up with uh, the Saturn on the 28th She also has a meeting with Juno, the planet of partner and marriage and relationships. So Venus wants to partner. She is serious about this. So this is a big week for her partnering, and she also has a square. Remember, Venus is in the bends. She's also going to square the nodes of fate on March 30th and ask them, say to them, hey, hey, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? So it's a week when you want to, if you're asked a question about why you're doing something, or what choices you wanna do. You wanna to go towards the North Node in Taurus. You wanna to go towards your Taurus house because as Venus squares the nodes, she's gonna present you with an opportunity and rather than going to the South Node in Aries, go towards the North Node. And if you have to let some stuff go because the South Node's in Scorpio, let it go so you can go forward to the North Node because the letting go energy will be very strong. Saturn, of course, meets up and wants to partner on the 29th. But also, as he meets up with Juno, he can say, I want to end a partnership. I want this partnership to go away. I don't want this anymore. So there can be some kind of funky dynamics around partnerships. Neptune this week, on the 28th, is hanging out at 23 Pisces. Now, Neptune's moving kind of slow. And Jupiter's coming in. You can see Jupiter rolling into Neptune. Over the next couple weeks, we're going to be asked to go through an optimistic forward motion, new idea about how things are going to work, what they're going to be, where we're going to go with them, what that looks like. So there's a lot of energy here around new beginnings, new ideas, new directions. And as Jupiter and Neptune meet up on at 23 degrees, They're going to meet up and Jupiter's, Neptune's going to come to trine the nodes at 22, 23, right? It's going to trine the south node, sextile the north. Now, this is an interesting degree. Uh, The 23 degrees of the mutable are when Bhopal happened. They're also when Chernobyl happened. They're also where Putin's uh, Athena is, His Athena is 23 Pisces. So we know this next few weeks, with Jupiter and Neptune coming to Putin's Athena, we're going to have an intensity around whatever's going on with him. And he has some really difficult transits the middle of April. So we're gonna watch that. And of course, you know, is worrying about gas, Bhopal, worrying about nuclear, Chernobyl. That 23 degrees immutable is a very flexible degree. And you can see we got a whole bunch of planets kind of clustering around 23. Saturn's there saying, no, no, no. Neptune and Jupiter are there going, yes, yes, yes. The nodes of fate, they're at 23 going, hmm, what could happen if we do that? Intensity, passion, focus the dream, focus the vision in the new direction. Very strong energy around doing that. This week, the moons are running. Um, Here's March. Today, the moon is in Aquarius, uh, and it goes void tomorrow morning, uh, the 28th, at 10 a.m., 10, 10, 11 a.m., and it's void all day, Monday. Uh, And it goes void with a conjunction to Saturn. Moon conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. Moon enters Pisces at 12.32 a.m. on Tuesday the 29th. And it's in Pisces the 29th, the 30th. And remember, the moon's void all day Monday the 28th. In Pisces the 29th, the 30th. And it goes void at 2.37 a.m. on the 31st. And it goes void with a sextile to Pluto. Moon in Pisces, sextile Pluto. That's nice. We're balsamic phase heading towards that new moon that takes place on the 31st in California, in New York, it'll take place on the 1st of April. Um, and again, there'll be a new moon webinar on Wednesday night, the 31st. I'm sorry, Wednesday the 30th. Yeah, Wednesday the 30th. Not up yet, but it will be in a minute. It will be you know, tomorrow. Um, so then the moon goes into Aries, right? And it goes into Aries uh, at 5.30 a.m. on the 31st. And it'll be Aries on Friday the 1st. The new moon takes place at 2.24 a.m. East Coast time, West Coast 11.24. And then the moon is in Aries on April Fool's Day uh, at 11. This is the new moon chart. And then it goes void at 9.51 a.m. on Saturday the 2nd with a hard aspect. Um, Moon is square to Pluto. So it's a new moon with intensity, fixed energy. Ramadan begins uh, at sundown on the 2nd. Um, And the moon goes into Taurus at 12.50 in the afternoon, Saturday the 2nd. It's in Taurus the 2nd, the 3rd. And it goes void at 9.53 p.m. on Monday the 4th. And it goes void with a square to Venus. So we know the moons are nice this week. The Donald Blandford Day, the one that's a little tough, is going to be... um, uh, They're not really particularly tough moons this week. They're, They're intense, but not tough. And they're void. There's a lot of conjunctions on Monday, boom, 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 boom. But those are ending energies for new beginnings. But they're void. So you're kind of like, well, I'm ready to be done with that. And then during the rest of the week, the moon, uh, they're kind of hanging out. They're in a nice place. They're not getting in an argument. They're not fighting. They're joining. They're uniting. They're, they're dreaming new dreams. So they have a lot of energy. That Pisces moon meets up with Jupiter, meets up with Neptune, and it goes, ooh, a dream. I'll meet you guys when when you guys get together on the 12th and 13th. Can I come to the party? So there's a lot of dreamy energy, and of course the Aries moon is frisky, but it also is intense. It's a a square. We are at war, but there's an energy of how do we change that up? How do we shift that into a new direction? So it's an interesting week. The pressure is building because Mars is coming in to join Saturn so as Mars comes in, you're going to feel mm, mm, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, but I'm not getting through, but I'm pushing. I'm trying, I'm trying. And once he goes past Saturn next Monday, a week from now, you'll feel like, oh, now I'm free, now I'm free. Uh, we also look at this. This is the moon uh, is for, the New, for New York, or not for New York, for Washington. It's the day of Jupiter, Jupiter's day. California, it's still on Mercury's day, in the hour of the moon. So there's a lot of energy around moving forward and new beginnings. Lots of asteroids active. Of course, the sun and moon are on Chiron with Mercury. So there can be news of wounding. You can be wounded. You can have people say things to you that you find wounding. You go, oh, that really hurt my feelings. And it did. (laughs) And you have to kind of go, all right, well, you know, what's the origin of this wounding? Why are they being like that? And Remember, everybody likes to fight when stuff's in Aries. It's just the way it is. So people are in the mood They're a little spoiling for a fight. So you want to decide what you want to do and you know You don't have to fight with them Or maybe you want to release a little energy and you want to get into a fight But fight about things that you don't really care about rather than the stuff you care about because you're gonna get all Real big ahead of steam with this one or you just go. Oh, it looks like you want to fight I don't think I want to fight with you <laughs> Which can actually be more frustrating for an Aries, if you don't fight with them, because they want to fight. They like the fight. They they enjoy the fight. It's fun for them. So you know, frustrate an Aries this week. Don't fight with them. Or frustrate other people's Aries planets. Don't fight with them. Do new things. Initiate for yourself. Say, you know what I want to do. I want to do this. Mercury, Moon, uh, Sun, Chiron. This is my vision. This is what I want to get started. With that in mind. We're opening up the Ann Ortley School of Predictive Astrology. And I did the first webinar out there on my website, annortley.com, about the Pluto return of the United States of America. It's out there. It's a 90-minute webinar. We are having three Pluto returns this year. We are having three precess Pluto returns in 2024. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. (laughs) So go out, buy it, enjoy it, learn from it understand you know what are the transformations we're being asked to make. You've all had a Pluto transit of some sort at some point in your life, and Pluto transits always invite us to grow. So there's a growing energy here where your chart wants to grow. It's really interested in growing and doing new things. And then I'm also offering cup full of stars, which is going to start next week after the new moon, um, a, a new service from Anne Orley's Astrology Services. I'm going to record a daily podcast of six to ten minutes with the daily aspects and email them to you I'm not going to come on your phone but they're going to come in an email format and um you will be able to listen to them and kind of go through each day like okay today's focus is this today's focus is that priced at a very reasonable um seventeen dollars a uh for the month uh, you get billed on the first of april you start you'll This week, you'll start getting some tests from me. So hopefully they work all well so that we're up and rolling by next week. Um, And forward motion into the week. So hopefully that gives you some ideas about how to work with the week's energy because it's a big week. It's very much intense. It's very passionate. It's very full of energy. It's a lot of Aries. It's a lot of Mercury moving quickly. There's a go, go, go kind of quality to it that's deeply, deeply important for you to be thinking like, what's my vision? What am I trying to do? Remember, all the planets are going forward, full steam ahead until we get to May when Pluto stations to go retrograde. So we are launching a bunch of stuff now and then we can modify, change, try it, but get the stuff out there. Get your things out into the world. These are great aspects for launching things. Not necessarily right on the new moon, but that Taurus moon, which is next week is really juicy for getting stuff done. And Mars goes past Saturn, and he's like, I'm ready for a new two years. I'm done with COVID. New stuff coming. What am I creating? So kind of get everything ready this week to kind of push out the door after the new moon next week, or the new moon this week. But wait till the Taurus moon has better closing aspects than the Aries moon. So hopefully that gives you an idea about how to work with the energy of the week. And I'm Ann Ortley, sitting here at the turquoise desk, and I want to shout out to my friend Ed, who took me through, and you need a ring light, and you need a good background, and you need this, and you need that. And so uh, hopefully you've seen an improvement. Uh, We're working. I can get quite to makeup yet. I don't think I ever will get to makeup. But did you know that there's a thing in Zoom where you can give yourself eyebrows, you can give yourself makeup. I was fiddling around with it. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, I'm in. What can I do? Uh, So hopefully this is helpful to you, gives you an opportunity in how to work with the week ahead, and you enjoy it, and you move forward. Remember, this is all initiating energy. Really, really take time to think about what it is you want to initiate and why and give yourself focus for the dream. And do consider going and listening to the Pluto return story so you understand what the story is that we're going to be working with over this next chapter. So wishing you a great week and have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. Take care. Anne Orley signing off from me. Turquoise desk overlooking, can't really see it, Boca Ciega Bay. Bye. This conference is no longer being recorded.